Hi, Juliet here with a quick message before this episode starts. Everything you need to be more strategic amid the busyness of the school term is contained in the 170 plus episodes of this podcast. But sometimes you can get there a bit faster with some personalised help. I host a termly online workshop specifically designed to help the support staff within schools to make the shift from being reactive to strategic. Our next workshop is coming up soon and we're going to be reflecting on how things have gone this academic year and strategising for the academic year to come so that you can confidently prioritise your workload, overcome the obstacles that are holding you back and redirect your time and focus onto your priorities. At the end of the session, I promise you're going to be feeling more energised, ready to hit the ground running with a clear plan of action. This term's workshop is going to be run on Thursday the 16th of May, and you can find out more and book your place at www.consultjuliet.co.uk slash plan. I hope to see you there. Now, let's launch into this episode. It's only through the individual decisions that are made across the school that you're actually delivering that vision that you spent time setting out. Welcome to the Independent School Podcast. Thinking and acting strategically is the key to both securing the future of your school and helping to build a more equal and just world. My name's Juliette Corbett. I'm a consultant, speaker and facilitator specialising in helping independent schools. In this podcast, I translate tried and tested strategy and fundraising techniques into a language that works for schools. So if you're a senior leader in a private school and you want your daily work to feel less exhausting and more strategic, and if you want once more to feel the joy of making the world a better place through education, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's get started on this week's episode. Hello and welcome to this week's episode where we're going to be focusing on how to communicate your strategy. So this is the final episode in a series of six looking at essential questions that you need to be able to answer as an independent school leader if you're going to be able to clarify your school strategy. And we've talked a lot about how to create that strategy internally. So we've been focusing on working out what your school's vision is. So what's the shape of your school going to be in the future? We've been talking about working out what's working in your favour and what's holding you back. What are your strategic options that you have in front of you and which of those are you going to choose? And then last time we talked about your tactics, which is putting your strategy into an action plan. So moving into an operational level of decision making. And this week we are going to be capping it all off with something which is absolutely essential, which is how will you communicate your strategy? Really quickly, before we dive into the detail, I want to make sure that you make the most of the time you invest listening to this podcast. And the best way to do that is to make sure you grab a copy of my free ebook, The Strategic Independent School Leader. It outlines how to answer the six essential questions that will clarify your school strategy and secure its future. In the world of business, strategy can be full of jargon, but it doesn't have to be that way. This is a jargon-free tool tailor-made to help private school leaders think and act more strategically. Download your free copy today at www.consultjuliet, 
ebook. So I talk a lot about strategy, but actually what really matters is what happens in the school on a day-to-day basis. Strategy is about aligning the decisions that are being made by staff all across the school. Now, I'm quite a visual thinker, so I often try to paint a picture for people when I'm talking about the way that strategy can align decision making across the school. So I'd like you to first of all imagine a set of arrows which is pointing in all different directions, left, right, up, down, everywhere. The arrows are all over the place. And I want you to imagine that these are a visual representation of staff making decisions on a day-to-day basis across your school. Now, some of those decisions might be about, let's say, environmental sustainability. So some teachers may be deciding that they want to cut down on the amount of photocopying. And so they are pointing to the right of your picture in your mind of your arrows. Other teachers might not be doing that and printing off reams of paper for every class. Their arrow is pointing off to the left. There may be people in your gardens team who are experimenting with reducing the use of plastics in the gardens in terms of seed trays and planting pots and so on. So their arrow is going to be pointing off towards the right. There might be other people in the kitchens who are either recycling or not, various different food wastes, oil, etc, etc. Each of these decisions which people are making across your school are an arrow pointing in a different direction, depending on to what extent it aligns with your overall strategy for environmental sustainability. Now, If you imagine that that's then multiplied out by all of the different types of decisions that are being made across the school. So you might have another set of arrows to represent decisions around to what extent pupils are invited and empowered to take control of their own learning. You might have another set of arrows with regards to to what extent your income diversification strategy is being successful and people are aligned to the idea that there will be some commercial lettings of school facilities. So you will have various different sets of arrows for each of these different types of decisions that are being made across the school. And you can imagine that if all of those arrows are all pointing in different directions, you're doing that thing where you're moving an inch in every direction and not making any progress forwards. The power of strategy and communicating strategy is aligning those arrows in roughly the same direction. So the decisions that are being made by staff across the school are in alignment with your overall strategic direction. So when you think about that as an analogy, a way of thinking about strategy, in actual fact, it is as important that you communicate your strategy well to staff as the fact that you have a robust strategy in the first place. So all of these previous episodes that we've been talking about, these series of questions has been about creating a robust strategy. All of that will be for nothing if you fail to communicate it effectively to your staff. It's only through the individual decisions that are made across the school that you're actually delivering that vision that you spent time setting out. So. Let's think a little bit about the different audiences we're communicating to. Now, so far, we've spoken quite a bit about staff. So let's stick with that for the moment. So what's really important is when you have your strategy 
confirmed and you will absolutely want to involve your staff in that process. And I have a previous episode on involving staff in strategy development, which I will link to from the episode notes for this week. So once you've set your strategic direction, it's really important that the staff understand what that means for them. So yes, you can deliver them with a strategic plan and I would encourage you to do so, but it's actually making sure that each member of staff understands how their day-to-day decision-making is actually how they can make those decisions better in alignment with the school. Now, some people will do that automatically. If they're naturally strategic thinkers, they will take the time to read the strategic plan and they will naturally understand how that links to their work. For some people, they will need a little bit of help and guidance to be able to do that. And that's also because for some people, especially the educators within your school, will naturally be able to see how they fit in because your strategy will be front and centre about education. There may be some support staff, however, who need a little bit more help to understand how their day-to-day activities actually deliver the overall vision for the school. So helping staff to understand that, I often do strategic thinking training for staff to help them to understand how to connect their work to the overall strategy. And I have a framework called Strategic Thinking in Three Dimensions, which helps them to do that. And I'll link to the episode where I talk about that in the episode notes this week as well. So for staff, that's fine. You've got your strategic plan and you're going to work with them in small groups or one-to-one to ensure that their line manager is helping them to understand how their work connects to the strategy. There are other audiences that we need to communicate to as well. So pupils, parents and alumni are the obvious ones, but there will be others too, state school partners, potential lettings partners and so on. So the main way to communicate to that audience is through an external version of your strategic plan. Now this should be available in a PDF flipbook version on your website or alternatively have specifically have web pages that are customised to talk about the different areas of your strategy. It is actually a really important marketing tool for prospective parents to understand what are the priorities for you as a school, as well as for current parents and pupils and alumni. So having that front and centre on your website and then making sure that when your head is doing speeches, when you're writing for the school magazine, all of these different ways that you're communicating with those audiences, the themes of your strategy in terms of what's important to your school just naturally conversationally weave through the rest of those communications you're giving to people. So for example, if one of your strategic choices is that you're going to really ensure that outdoor learning is embedded within your curriculum, and this may be more appropriate perhaps for a prep school for those younger children, then for example, making sure that that is weaving through some of your communications in terms of speeches that are being made, newsletters, magazines, as well as the website. Having some continuity there is really key. And then the final question that people always ask me is what should be in our external strategic plan? Now, I'm really pleased to see actually within the independent school sector, what was happening um, five years ago, maybe a bit more, was that every school pretty much had sections for their strategic plan, which were academic, pastoral, extracurricular, boarding, if you happen to be a boarding school, and something to do with the sustainability of your school, you know, in terms of finances, buildings, facilities, etc, etc. 
I'm pleased to see that a lot of schools are moving away from that because it's quite a bland, I mean, it's kind of very basic. He does what it says on the tin. It's kind of at a basic level, it can be effective, but it's quite a bland way to communicate the messages that you're trying to get across. What I'm seeing more and more, which I think is really impactful, is schools who are setting out themes which they are working on rather than dividing up by the activities that they have within the school. So so the themes might be more to do with student voice, social responsibility, a culture of ambition, employability skills in the 21st century, a sense of dynamic learners, a sense of creating resilience within your pupils. Whichever of these themes are the ones which you are working on in terms of your general strategic choices, those are the things that you want to put front and centre. So having those as the subheadings for each of the pages in your strategic plan is much more powerful than academic, pastoral, extracurricular, etc, etc. So I think that's definitely something to think about if you are creating your strategic plan is what is the most powerful way of communicating that. The other thing that people often ask questions about is the fact that sometimes in their strategy development, they've actually been discussing some really big challenges, things that they would absolutely want to keep confidential. So I think it's really important to keep in mind that done well, strategy internally is head on addressing those challenges. So it's confidential. You are talking about the things that are holding you back and you're talking about the tough strategic choices that you're having to make. You will inevitably not necessarily include all of that in your external strategic plan. And sometimes what goes wrong when schools develop strategy is they they are so focused on the external strategic plan that they don't spend enough time thinking about the confidential conversations about the challenges that you face internally. And that's actually where some of the power of strategy can be really important in those internal confidential conversations. So your strategic plan will be a positive spin on your strategy. And where some of those strategies are to do with finance, to do with business models, to do with international schools, things like that, they probably belong in a briefer section at the end of the strategic plan. So you can include them as a section, But I wouldn't spend a huge amount of time talking about each of those because you need your strategic plan to be a communications tool which accurately reflects the fact that education is what you're all about. It's just that those of us who know independent schools well also know that the security of your business model and your financial position is imperative going forward. But you don't want that to swamp your strategic plan. So hopefully that's some useful pointers on how to communicate your strategy and how to use a strategic plan to powerfully communicate that strategy both to staff as well as to your other audiences. Do download the ebook, The Strategic Independent School Leader. That's available at www.consultjuliet.co.uk slash ebook. There's a bit more information in there to help you as well, some checklists as well. So that's it for this week. I look forward to talking to you again next time. Have a great strategic week. Bye for now then. Thanks for listening to the Independent School Podcast, the podcast that helps senior leaders in private schools to think and act more strategically, both because they want to secure the future of their school and because they want to help build a more equal and just world. You can listen in everywhere that podcasts are available. And if you want to catch up on previous episodes, or follow any of the links that I've mentioned today, just head over to www.consultjuliet.co.uk 
www.co.uk slash podcast.